welcome to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. I am David Lindsay, co-founder, lead educator, and speaker at Phenom Leap Education. At Phenom Leap Education, we believe people have so much more inside of them than they realize. And through our services, we help them become the best versions of themselves possible. Beyond the individual, we also believe that company culture is such a large part in creating a business that not only survives, but will thrive through the tough times as we have all been through the last few years. So over the next 20 to 30 minutes, we'll be shining a spotlight on businesses that have achieved this and how you may be able to incorporate some of their ideas and philosophies into your business. Stick around until the end and I'll reveal how you can become a guest on a future podcast. Now is the time to sit back, take down some notes and enjoy this episode of the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. In today's episode, I'm super excited to have Brett Smith as a guest. Not just because I grew up with Brett, but because of his mind, because of what he's done with himself, with his life, with his business. Brett Smith is the founder and CEO of BWS Electrical. So Brett, welcome so much to this podcast. I'm excited for myself and for the listeners. Dave, thank you for having me. It's um, absolute pleasure. I mean, who doesn't like talking about business, startup, culture, and just, yeah, getting amongst all of it, really. It's great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, my absolute pleasure. And we were having a chat just last week about what you've been through from when you started BWS Electrical, how you started out just as a sole trader, and then you built it up built it up to the point of where you've had to hire a GM and you've really, you're in the process of stepping out. Would you be able to explain to us the, some of the obstacles that you've encountered as a startup? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I, I started BWS Electrical about oh, seven years ago, just under seven years ago, I think. Um, left a large sort of national, multinational company, couldn't handle the bureaucracy Mm. And and the bulldust anymore. So I sort of said, if if you know, if, if you say you can do it so good, go and do it yourself. And and that's basically mm. exactly what I did. And I remember walking out the door um, from a great company, Star Australia. They were a great electrical company. They were very good to me throughout my boxing career. But I was like, that's when the penny dropped. I, I walked out and I had uh, no real firm clients. I had about 15 grand to buy a rusty old van and I had three kids under three that and three mortgages right. at that point, actually, um, to, to support. And that's, that's when the penny dropped. And yeah, we just started hustling and grinding from, from the get go. Uh, Taz, my beautiful wife, she was, you know, we had three under three, so she was a home mum regardless. Yeah. She said, listen, that's not what I do. I, I, it's not admin accounts. That's not what I do, but let's, if this is what you want to do, let's do it. So we started at home um, in a tiny little office that had become our fourth whoopsie daisies kid's <laughs> bedroom uh, eventually. But yeah, we started and we're working together, uh, living together. Uh, parenting together it was full on man and it was yeah. um it was challenging and it, it's you yeah, find that degree of separation between um your marriage yeah, mm. your parenting and, and then your workplace is really really hard when you live breathe 
and work together yeah, each and every together, day. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. And you know, um, but you've got to do it, man. There's no there's no support. Like startups hard. Startup yeah. is character building. You want to talk about culture and business, <laughs> anyone that can can do a startup from scratch, and I'm talking from mm. scratch, from nothing, with nothing. Literally. Uh, and, and make it to a million dollar, multi-million dollar turnover, hire staff, um, you know, employee, you know, um, office managers, supervisors, generally, you know, when you create that from nothing, you get a real sense of gratitude yeah. for having the resilience to, to step <laughs> in and, and then and then just finding your ways and, and you know, working through the challenges that pop up and they are, they are real, man. It is hard. Um, mm. I take my hat off to any person in any business that's done it from scratch because I know where they've been and I know it's not a walk in the park and anybody yeah. that, that doesn't give the credit that it, that it deserves just hasn't been there. It's that simple. Yeah. I was about to say, if you can't give credit, you've never been in the trenches with them and talk about jumping feet first and putting it all on the line. Three kids under three, starting a new business. And what about over the last two years? Like we, we touch base every now and again. I was lucky enough to have you, Brett, speaking on one of my platforms on a, a speaker's event. And I love the stories that you've got, but how did you really navigate through the past two years, especially? Well, you'd call it three, hey, like 2020, yeah, really, 2021 yeah. and 2022 have been the ultimate challenge for any person in small to medium-sized business. Forget that. Forget even small to medium. Talk about large. Talk about multinational. Mm. Man, they're folding over every single week. And I'm in construction. Yeah. So construction, man, has been one of the most challenging spaces to navigate, to do the right thing by your clients, to do the right thing by yourself, um, to, to not get burnt time and time again by your builders unintentionally most of the time, not intentional. No one, no one sets out to go broke. So, yeah, it's been um, – for us, we took – yeah, I mean, we – on the 6th or the 7th of January, I woke up and got a phone call from a client, a, a respected builder, a friend, still a friend, mm -hmm. um, and, and found out they'd – finally or ultimately gone into receivership that cost our right. business $96,000. That was on the 7th of January, 2020. And that's then COVID, COVID hit in March, 2020. And we're just like, holy shit, like buckle in, you know? And so I sort of went through the mindset of, listen, you know what? I'm in a position where I can just close the doors and buckle in for 12 months. If I have to, like I'll just walk away from a factory um, work from home, just do what I've got to do to survive and put food on the table for my kids. And that's, I mean, that's ultimately how bad you feel it can possibly get when you're in small yeah. to medium-sized business. I mean, we had seven, eight, nine staff at that point. Um, but you've got to realise you're putting food on, in the mouths and food on, on the there. table of those families too. Yeah, yeah. So, so like we... Changed tact. I was like, it's not in my nature to give up or to quit anything. So we're like, that's, that was never, it was just, I think it was actually a bit of a dream. Like it'd been so hectic the last few years in business. It was almost like, you know, what would be nice to just crawl under the, under the rug and just, yeah. just, just, you Catch know, see breath. this out and just see what happens. Yeah. Just take a deep breath. But it didn't happen that way. We, we retacked, we retargeted our audience. We stepped right out of the commercial space, which is where we got hit pretty hard by, by the builders yeah. going, bankrupt um 
we stepped out of our high turnover uh, new home space and just really targeted small clients, uh, the, the, the Mr. and Mrs. Joneses. Yeah. We gave them all the opportunity to upgrade their working from home scenario, air conditioning, solar, your electricity is going through the roof. Let's get you COVID ready for data, communications, working from home, all these yeah. kinds of, and it was just a matter of changing tact and, and, and stepping out of your own head and saying, what have I got to do to survive this? And how, mm. how can we do this? while still providing value and, and an opportunity that the people are going to need and want. And how can we do mm. that? And that was what we did. We just targeted small works. We stepped right out of, yes, it was a lot more top heavy with the, you know, the, the, the quoting, the talking, the liaising with what we're used to just having four or five guys on site doing a commercial building of a million dollars to, doing a hundred jobs a month of, you know, a hundred split systems, some solar, some yeah. data, the liaison, the communication with small works clients, the, the, uh, the mission of Mrs. Jones is not quite happy with everything or really happy and want yeah. to pay your cash. Don't want to pay your cash. All those little <laughs> things that, that, um, but that's what got us through. Ultimately that's what got us through 2020, 2021 things started bounce back. There was some stimulus and all that, I guess all that, that, mm. that started feeding money into the economy and, um, and you know, the lockdowns like that, that we were essentially well, essential services through most of that. So we're able to kind of operate through a big portion of that. And I feel really, my heart goes out to retail, um, you know, hospitality, those places, yeah. they were hit a lot harder, you know, like we had to change tact in, how we did business, they weren't able to, to do business. So, yeah. I mean, I take my hat, I take my hat off to those people that have managed to somehow survive and get through that. And I know that I know a lot of those people, and um, and my love goes out of them, my heart goes out of them more than more than people like myself in construction. Well, we weren't in construction or in small works at that point, but yeah, yeah I mean, the stimulus kicked in, um, and then the momentum come back into to. To the They're country, to the world, the world opened back up. And then, you know, whether the governments did it intentionally or not, like, <laughs> we're not here to create conspiracies, but whatever, whatever the, the purpose behind it, they've now overstimulated an economy and now we can't even reel it back in. Now it's just gone completely insane. So yeah. surviving 2020 and 2021 was a challenge on itself. Now surviving 2022, where you've got, Construction costs, you know, now now our builders are yeah. folding because you've got too much work and they can't provide the mm. the, the supplies or the supply costs have gone through the roofs with these fixed price contracts. And it's yeah. just, it's been a really, really tough, tough space. You know, like you knew me yeah. in 2019. There's no way I had this many gray hairs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no talk way. about from one extreme to the other. Yeah, and yeah. And it's just having having the grit and the resilience to go one more round, Dave. You know, I've got a, yeah. a, a background in boxing and well, like partly boxing, I've got many backgrounds, but you know, I was a professional fighter, and it's always that saying of just bite down that mouth cut and just keep punching. Like you just got to go yeah. one more round. And you're in the trenches, you're in the you're in the middle rounds. You've got, you know, or then and then you're in round 10, 11, 12, and you're in the championship yeah, rounds. The championship like, round, that's where yeah. I feel we are now. We're in the championship now rounds. We're not there yet. But we yeah. just got to keep punching. We're winning the fight. We're winning the fight. You just can't get knocked out in the last rounds. Yeah. You know, keep your hands up and yeah, keep, keep moving. Yeah, keep your head moving. Keep fighting. Don't do anything stupid. Stay smart. Keep yeah. your, keep your chin in and keep punching, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like that's that's where I see twenty twenty two. I really feel that 
if people can survive this year, um, and not only survive but thrive through this. Yes, exactly will, what you've done. Nothing will stop you. Yeah, so, that's my that, and that's a great way to look at it because I I believe as well that you know we we all get tested, but we can have the good times. But it's when we have the tough times that you know that's when we really learn about ourselves. And I've been lucky enough to watch Brett fight quite a few times and see him hold up the championship belt. And I also played rugby league alongside Brett as well. So we shared a lot of experiences. And we were talking before we got on as well about neither of us are the biggest characters. Well, be, sorry, Brett's an extremely big character, but we're not the biggest stature-wise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not the biggest stature-wise, but we make up for it with grit and determination. And is that something that you really make a conscious effort and decision on to instill within your company culture? Mate, like that's what we come on here for. Like you and me can get carried away in any direction in conversation, <laughs> but ultimately the culture is detrimental to any successful business. Mm. I don't care what level or size you're at. Like I've got now, I don't know, I think we're at about 12 staff. So we're not huge. We're not some multinational. I don't pretend to be. Um, but it still but affects thought, everyone. Yeah, but it's, I mean, culture is like, you know, so every Monday, if it's not a Monday because of the workflow, every week we'll sit down and have a toolbox and everyone, everyone, um, maybe not the first year, which I should, I should take that away. So he should have the same, <laughs> but he's still a first year, man. He's there to listen and learn. Yeah. Um, but ultimately every single person in our company is encouraged to contribute and contribute to something that, that will add a level of, uh, quality, uh, something that can value. be done better, value to the business. And that is always accepted with open arms by me. Ultimately by mm. me, the head of the business, the, the managing director, the the general manager, <laughs> the stock taker, the admin, the every, yeah, every all these between, Yeah, yeah. But but ultimately I think that that's leadership. That's leadership mm. 101. That's being able to walk your troops into battle, but still listen to them and still support them through their own challenges. And I think yeah. by giving your team a, an opportunity to talk and to communicate with you and take on board and always make a really clear listen, guys, I want you to, I want you to contribute. I want you to bring stuff to this table, mm. to this business that can better us and better you and make your working life a more enjoyable one because ultimately I want to keep you. Everyone in yeah. my team I care about, I want to keep. And if they're happy, it's a better business for it. You know what I mean? But And again, it comes back to leadership. Though. Like ultimately, you can all have your contributions. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I make those choices. Yeah. Bring it to the table. Let's talk about it. If we can make it work, let's implement it. If we can't, it's a firm no, and I'm sorry, but that's what leadership takes. You need to yes. be the one that says yes, no, maybe, let's walk forward together, yeah. you know? And what, what I love about that as well is, like, knowing the difference from leadership to dictate, dictatorship as well. Because, as you say, leadership is allowing, because ultimately my background is sports, that it's a team. Yes, you're the, you're the coach of the team, but having the feedback from the players there, because they can see things from an angle, they're, they're up close to it that you may not be able to see it. And that's what I've found a lot of people, especially, you know, the bigger the companies get, the further away the CEOs or bosses get from the ground floor staff. And I, they, I don't know whether it's arrogance or what, what it is, but they don't like being told what to do or how they may be able to do it better. Yeah, listen, I've, I've always accepted like I won't accept criticism from from staff. I'll, I'll I'll accept a 
a constructive criticism. Constructive, I'll yes. Ways to do things statements. better. But I can, I can, I can understand. Like when you talk about the the bigger corporations, like um, we've never been that. You know, like I think we're at capacity, we're at fourteen staff. But I do understand once you implement uh, general manager or, or even supervisory roles, and you start to get a little bit um, removed from the day to day sort of flow right. of things. Yeah. It is easy to fall out of touch with just how long things take, just what. You know the flow of things, expectations—they mm. do get a little bit washed out, and and that's something I've experienced because I've had a guy um, that, that finished up in in January and a good 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 staff member went to the mines, um, and, and good luck to him, and that was great. But he was doing a lot of my day to days, and it wasn't—I had probably different expectations then, and then I got thrown back in the trenches, and I took it all on. This year has been massive for me because I've had to rebuild how I wanted things from the ground back up. And it's taken a lot of energy, a lot of my time, but it's put me right back in touch. Um, And I don't think I was ever out of touch with my compassion for my staff and my business. I might've been out of touch in their perspective with how maybe I presented myself to them. Maybe they didn't understand how much I cared or how much I wanted the best. But I think now when I've been back in the trenches with them, they see it. They see that I'm stressed. They see that I'm working hard to make their life better. Well, I hope they do, you know. And I think yeah. I think the nature of the culture in our business and, and the way people turn up, even with the tougher days, I think my staff right now are working harder than ever and I hope that they're happier than ever because yeah. uh, it's just the nature of uh, being short staff, uh, massive shortage in, in resources and construction staff throughout the whole country mm. um you know we're not none of us are doing the big days intentionally sometimes just shit's got to get done you know yeah. um but yeah you, you talk about culture but like for me i think something i've learned more and more as years have gone on and i didn't know this at first and i do apologize openly for my staff that worked for me early in the days <laughs> because you know, you start, I'm just like a bull at a gate man at life, yeah. you know, like I just do life loud. I do, do life, it hard. Yeah, I do life passionately. I want yeah. to be, I want to be up in my eyeballs in whatever I'm doing, you know, it's all, I'm, I'm, I'm all in, you know, but yeah. you got to realize not everyone lives that life and like, <laughs> um, you know, not treating or expecting people to be like you or to mm. treat or expect them to, to think about your business like you do, like yeah. not everyone wants to take that shit home with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, they yeah, come to it's work your baby. It. Yeah. They're coming to do a job and a really yeah. good job and they might do things different. And that's okay. And it took me uh, quite a few years to sort of get my head around. Like, and I openly admit to any of my yeah. staff that work for me those <laughs> early days, like I say to them now, I'm sorry, you know, like I, yeah. I'm sorry that I was that guy, but that's just me. But that's um, maturity. Yeah, it is maturity in business and you learn when you've got, once you've had staff, once you've learned those mistakes a few times around, like you don't do that stuff intentionally. You don't intend, yeah. to, you don't intend to burn stuff out. You don't intend to hurt their feelings. You don't intend to, um, you know, whatever. You, you're just out there doing the best you can with, with the knowledge you've got, you know. The mm. old saying of do what you can do until you know better than do it better. Like that is yeah. so true. We're, we're all forever learning, forever growing. And, you know, um, I think it's really important to respect your your staff's values and opinions and and, and take that on board. And, you know, and if you can and your business can um, 
be okay. It's okay to try and implement some of them to support them, to make them feel like they're adding value. Even if you don't totally resonate with those views, if if it can bring sort of more uh, calibration, more more peace within the brand, and it's yeah. it's even if it's not necessarily productive to the company, but it's not in unproductive. It's not not a bad thing, but yeah. it gives a level of of ownership um, almost contribution, a level of contribution yeah. a level of personality to the brand so embrace that shit let them let them bring stuff that makes them feel like they're part of it that's yeah. that's important man you know like 100% because when when you get that buy-in as well from from the workers if they see you implement something they they just get so excited and go man I'm they're now no longer just an employee they're because they've implemented it they're part of the business. 100%. They're bringing value, man. They're bringing their mm. value. They're bringing their values, you know, yeah. which is huge. It's huge for anyone. Like, that's what, what's the old saying? Like, you know, you know, being in startup or whatever. I hate the word entrepreneur because I think it's horseshit. It's overused. Um, but, you know, like the, there's, a, I think it's entrepreneur, you know, that's somebody that really worked like they're like an, they're an entrepreneur within a business. Like they are, they are built to be an employee. They love it. Yeah. They want to be the best employee they can be. They want to be, you know, you want to, you want to, um, you want to invoke that. In. Yeah. You want to energize that. You want to, yeah. you want to stimulate that so that they enjoy coming to work and being guided and directed and led like being, but they want to be led. They want to be, yeah. they want a leader to lead them into the, into the, into battle, you know? Yeah. So, so whatever you can do to try and stimulate that within people working for you can mm. only be a good thing, you know? Like, yeah, Cause they're, they're the sort of people that we need in business because not everyone is there to be a startup. Not everyone there is to be a CEO. Not everyone is there to be a general manager we need people at the different levels. And like you said, when you get those people, they're, they're, they're like the dog chomping at the bit. They're ready to go, ready to go. They just need to be led in the right direction and then you can let them run. Yeah, just Those are direction. the type of employees that you you want. 100%, mate. That's, that's, we've got a couple of them, man. We often say, if only we could, we could duplicate them or triple them. <laughs> like, um, you know, like it's, you know, the last thing you want is is an entrepreneur working for you because all they just come in and try and rob and change things and then yeah. you know take clients leave. with you. So you want you want the people that you, you just want to embrace those those people. And you know, it's not easy finding them to be honest. It's in this day and age, it's it's you know, there's no staff out there. Never, finding yeah. good ones is a really, really that's that's the next challenge in business at this point. Mm. It's not and, finding the work, it's being able to support the work that you found. Yeah, because like you said, you guys are running big days anyway. And that, that's what this is all about is creating, giving little tips, bits of advice that you've learned as well and that other people have learned in order to have the culture where people, they want to stick around. They want to run into the trenches or run from the trenches into the warfare alongside of you as well. And something that you also said that one of the other guys has said earlier on, Richard, was that you want to be their last CEO. You want to be their last boss because they just want to stay. They want to choose 100%. to be and work for you. hundred percent, man. And that, that is so true. Like where I'm at it at this point, like I'm trying to scale the business so that they don't ring Brett. And it's not that I don't want to take the calls. I want the brand to represent mm. my values, but the people within it, 
you know, they like there's people in my business that that they they ring the office asking for them. They don't ask for me. They've never met me. <laughs> no, no, I mean I don't mean that badly. I mean they that's how well, you I mean it. they greatly. I yeah. mean, that's fantastic. Like there's certain staff within my company that the office, they've never met me. They they wouldn't know that BWS Electrical is Brett Williams Smith. Everyone thinks it's a bottle store. You know, like if they don't, <laughs> they, they ring and ask for a particular staff member because yeah. they've been, and they ring him time and time again. And that, that is culture. That is mm. you implementing your values into a brand, them embracing them and putting their own spin on it and mm. taking that out to the world. And now that, that is That's beautiful. what you want. That is magic. You know, that is culture for yeah. me. 100%. So, and like, like we spoke about on the phone, what, two or three weeks ago, where you don't want to create mini breads. You don't want to create them. You want people to come in and, like you said, embrace the culture that's there, then put their own little spin on it, create their own magic. 100%, man. We've just engaged a, a general manager, and that's by you know, by no means like with some huge corporation, I, I just want to, I want to work within the company. I want to work for the company. I want to work on growing the company um, and ultimately not be bogged down by the day to days of managing the people, the scheduling, the invoicing. I want to be able to step back and, and work on it so that my clients feel mm. like they matter because right now they don't matter it's not that they don't yeah. but you know i'm so busy trying to do this do that rob peter to pay paul with your time and time yeah. management that you don't get time to give the people that the manatee that have helped build that business the time that they deserve and the thanks that they deserve like so yeah like we've, we've engaged the general manager so i can try and do more of that next year amongst other things yeah. you know i want to do other things but uh, a big part of it is, is having enough time to work on the business, not in the business. And, yeah. you know, we've engaged a general manager and he's nothing like me. And that is awesome. You know, like <laughs> there are values. No, it is, man. Like oh, I'm so spontaneous, so off the cuff, like so, um, and I use the word and I will, I'll, I'll address it when I say it. So fractured, but I, I, I always sort of fix the word when I say fraction because fraction being broken, but I'm not broken by any means, but my, but my mind works in so many different directions, so many yeah. different times. Because it's I, so I like to think of it's it very, very complex. Branch, branch yeah, yeah. out. There's a lot going on in there. Yeah. Um, and I don't want that kind of guy running my company. I want someone structured, <laughs> somebody somebody who has structure and, and does things yeah. in an orderly fashion, not just drops everything at the last minute and makes it happen. Cause yeah. you know, that's what I do. I make shit happen. But that's your speciality. It yeah. It doesn't, it's not the way to run a business. So we, mm. he's been engaged to bring structure into the field for the last three months. Then the next three months, he will step in and bring a bit more structure into the background. And then mm. ultimately he will take some, some general control over the whole thing in January and I can focus more on providing value in what I'm good at, you know, yeah. you know, dealing with people, um, being, being the face of the business without having to come home and, and drag all the crap with me, you know, I've got some yeah. of the background doing all, all that stuff that needs to be done better. So, yeah. And that's, that's it. Yeah, getting back to your point was, I don't want I don't want someone like me. He's nothing like me. He's going yeah. to bring better value to the business in which it needs, so I can do me. You yeah, know? yeah. So you can go out and, like you said, you can listen to the customers again instead of being your head all over the place. Yeah, be there with the person in the here and now, not worried about what's going on here, what's going on there. 
and like like you said that's also well sorry i say like you said because again we spoke about this um a while ago the difference from being a business owner to operating in the business 100 it's it's a trap man it, it's a it's a trap that we all get stuck down that rabbit hole of life startup mm -hmm. business like you just you got to be all in man and when yeah. you're all in you don't answer that phone because you got to get that job done because you've got to be somewhere else tomorrow and that's it or you're at that quote and you're looking straight through your eyes at the back of their head to the next job yeah. and not giving them the time and love they need because you got to be somewhere man <laughs> and that's yeah. part of being caught up in small business and it, it's not an easy balance it's not easy to find the answer sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and go i won't swear on your podcast i don't know who's <laughs> listening but but sometimes you just got to go stuff it i'm buying yeah. the bullet i'm engaging somebody to do yeah. this and so it started for me when me and my wife were operating in the, the the spare room in my home i said stuff it i'm getting an apprentice i can't yeah. do this anymore and then it went stuff it i'm getting richie richie's my best ever employee who was my apprentice 15 years ago I'm getting it any star we had a trading apprentice yeah. it was like stuff it these boys won't hang around months longer if i keep making them work 60 hours a week we're getting another trading then we get yeah. another apprentice and ultimately then we're getting a a, a foreman slash supervisor who spends half his time on the tools half his time in the office mm -hmm. and then then ultimately oh Taryn doesn't want to be here anymore and this is affecting our relationship we're yeah. getting an external um admin and then the external yeah. admin doesn't work and you bought the bullet and get uh uh um an office manager and now i've got an office manager that honestly runs that back end part of my business with her eyes yeah. closed and I, I wouldn't know what she does half the time because she's so good at it you <laughs> know that's what and you want now, yeah that's right but that's a, that's given her free reign yes. to run that part her own way with my management i manage her to do her job well but i don't manage how she does it i mm. manage what she i managed to make sure the job's getting done to make sure we're ticking all the boxes to make sure i'm happy i don't question how she does it i just yeah. question am i are the invoices done have you contacted the staff is it scheduled did you pay the staff mm. you know do we need more staff and ultimately that gives her free reign and now we have um another admin helping her and like to be honest the office manager said i don't want anyone else because she didn't want to let go of certain parts of the business. I said, Tracy, oh, I should, probably should mention her name, whatever. I said, uh, I said, Tracy, James. like, you need to take, I need you doing this, more of this. I need, these are my clients and they, they know you. I need you to give them their full attention. In order for you mm. to do that, you need some support in the back end with payroll, invoicing, data entry, all that. So we brought on another office staff, you know, so we've got yeah. another admin. And then all of a sudden, ultimately, we can't manage. So we brought on, a general manager and and so it goes and hopefully yeah. by the idea of me stepping out um of doing all that <laughs> i can then let the general manager do all that part and i can yeah. then hit the road and start really getting aggressive with winning people with what mm. i'm good at and, and promising things i can deliver and yeah. providing value to people face to face because i'm good at that you know yeah. so yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. And because I, I love that because you've just given us a rundown of the evolution, like over the space of just two minutes, evolution of being in the trenches, doing it all by yourself, getting a partner on and just the, the growth of it. Like, I, I love that. But it's bring, it's not worried about 
what's going on, but bringing people on board. You're not doing it all yourself, nor should you do it all yourself because that's what separates and allows you to grow the business, which helps everyone at the end of the day. A hundred percent. And I, if I can say like anything, if there's anyone behind me, you know, coming through because I'm by no means at the end of my journey, I'm learning every single mm. day. But the one thing I have learned is that it's never the right time. It's never the right time to get an office. It's never the right time to hire admin. It's never, you can never afford it. There's never enough money. There's never enough cash flow. You know, there's always, mm. there's always a belief system behind the structure of your mind stopping you from growing. It's called your ego. So it's always there trying to, trying to keep you safe. But at the same time, it is, it is, it is stopping you from growing. And mm. if you don't, put a stop to that shit and put a nail through that ego briefly. I mean, it serves a purpose in our life. You know, all these parts of the mind, they all serve their purpose. They all have to be there, but you got to know when to reel it in. You yeah. got to know when to step in your own authority and your own consciousness and go, no, 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 I've got, I've got to take action here. And I've got to give, I've got to give credit to my brother, Jason, who said, dude, I'm like, oh, we can't afford an office manager. Can't do it. He's like, dude, it's way cheaper than a divorce. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, <laughs> so mate, true. you can't work so with true. your wife. You can't work like that in, like, side by side. It's going to affect your relationship. It's going to affect your, 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 the, the love for each other. It's not yeah. worth it. Like, work and business is not worth your life, your relationships, your children, none yeah. of that. And it's so true, man. Like, you just... Like that's, if there's one thing I could just say that, you know, just get out of your own head long enough to step back and go, you know what, is it the end of the world if I just bite the bullet and hire someone? If it doesn't work out, you can always go back to where you were. Is it yeah. the end of the world if I hire that office manager and just give it a go? If, is it the end of the world if I hire that, you know, is, is, is hiring that factory going to send me bankrupt and make me lose my home? Okay, let's not do that. Is it yeah. gonna set me back if it fails and I and I've got to go back to working from home and, and sort of regroup and restructure? Yeah. So what if it, if that's the case, if that's the ultimate loss, is that you just gotta go back to doing things how you were by mm. stepping in your own authority? Step up, man. Step up yeah. to yourself, step into your own authority and just go for it, man. Like just give it a crack. Like yeah. have a shot. It's, yeah, because it's that calculated risk as well. Like, go said, for the knockout, mate. Go for the knockout. Yeah, well, I definitely, and that—that's what you're you're best at. And you have been the whole time that that I've known you since we were in year one kindergarten yeah, at man, school. Babies, man. It's just, five yeah, years old. Oh, it's been been insane. But it's yeah, getting in and having a go. Like I, I'm as I as you guys know, I'm little, but Brett's little for me. But he was. A, beast on the football field he was a beast in the boxing ring he he's done stuff that people wouldn't even dream of traveled around the world skydiver a scuba diver business owner and you can't do that if you don't have the right mindset yeah man mindset is key it's um you know it's something it's so simple, David. There are so many simple actions you can do every single day just mm. to retrain, and it doesn't matter where you're at. We're not all born uh, with untapped energy. I get that. But you can learn things to change where you're at in life. Mm. You can. There's always room for change. I don't care how old you are, whether it be diet, weight, physical, mm, sport, yeah. mindset, um, 
depression, addiction, you name it, man. It, it is all it is all a human experience. These are all things, every single thing in our life. Very few things are DNA-based. Very few yeah. things can't be. Most things are learnt are human behaviour and they're learnt mm. behaviours. That's why, you know, the lower socioeconomic is, remains in there because, you know, it is, it is bred into them yeah. through cycles of trauma through cycles of bloody um poverty you know th these yeah. are these are these are bred in cycles they aren't we're all born the same you take that kid out of poverty and put him in upper class society and or or give him a higher education higher access to better things you watch them thrive you know so mm. it's it's really important like that's my next hopefully my next phase and journey in life is to is to help and support that that part of people's journey, you know? Yeah. Cause, and that, that's sort of where, like, cause I know that you've done a lot of courses. I know that you work a lot on yourself, not just physically, but also mentally as well, both for boxing, for business and for life as well. And that I, I know that we were speaking about it, that that's where you want to go into potentially into whether it's business coaching, life coaching, just basically success coaching, really, when it comes down to mindset. 100% man like but I've got a real like we've got a whole other podcast to talk through here in relation mm. to and we can we'll, we will do that yeah 100% man like like when you when you talk coaching like I'd like to branch next year into spiritual mental and physical coaching because my spirituality has played a detrimental part in me building my platforms mm. and and there is a massive gap between uh, like business, sport, performance, yeah. when it comes to getting in tune with your consciousness, getting in tune with your higher consciousness, your true self, you get in alignment with that. You talk, you talk to yourself. You <laughs> want to talk to your higher consciousness every morning at 5am like I do, you get the results I get. You know, yeah. you, you want to talk into tuning in and changing changing the results, bending reality. These are all mm. things that are real, man. These yeah, are and manipulating manipulating reality is a really really easy thing to do you just got to tell yourself the same thing each and every day but there yeah. are so many basic 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 techniques in to reprogram the subconscious mind will you bring you will it bring you internal peace and happiness maybe not but it will definitely bring you success okay yeah. so we'll will um you know like there's like yeah, the whole coaching space is huge, but whether it be mm -hmm. addiction, whether it be spiritual coaching, whether it be mindset coaching for performance as an athlete, whether it be business startup and business coaching and business development, all these things, there are so many parts, moving parts in the coaching space. But ultimately for me, there's a certain overall blanket and overall writing factor and that is the spiritual connection to yourself you know yeah. there's got to be peace and happiness and if you you need to find that peace and happiness within you because if you do the rest becomes easy like i mean like really yeah. easy like it's you know success isn't governed by finance for me not anymore anyway like it's governed by and it's not because i don't i'm not one of those preachers oh don't worry about money just be Money's happy necessary. That's, yeah no but i mean like money is like it's a necessary part of life. So yeah. without it, life's really, really fucking tough. You know, so yeah. life can be really charging without it. But I mean, it, when you get to a point of being connected to self, the money part starts to come easy. Yeah, it, no it looks after focus. itself. 
Yeah, you don't have to focus on it. And like, yeah. you know, these things present themselves, opportunities. Like I'm a, you know, I've stepped into the property development space. That wouldn't have happened if I wasn't, ha if I wasn't in alignment with my values at that point in time and mm. I wasn't acting in my truth and I wasn't authentic to myself and I wasn't able to recognize other good people around me. So, you know, mm. you, you start to gravitate to the, the people yeah. that you want to be like, you mirror people, you, you attract people that have the same values and the same goals as yourself. Mm. And that happens when you're in alignment in, in true self, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big conversation, man. Yeah, because, like, and what we'll, we will definitely, we'll have you on another podcast that will concentrate specifically on that side of things because time is starting to run out. And I can, you know, we can just talk, the hours 100 man <laughs> it's, it's I, also, I love it it's uh it's easy yeah I, it, it is and like you said when when you find yourself it all just tends to flow like this just flows all of it just flows once you find yourself and once you're comfortable with yourself you've broken down those walls yeah yeah man and that's like yeah like we go on like it, it, it's a forever moving beast it's forever mm. learning you know um parts of us are, are at peace parts of us have got things to fulfill like it's um you know there's no right or wrong in the journey it's just a matter of picking something you want to be better at and yeah. finding ways to be better and i mean mindset is a is a great i love it i love like i love the idea of just achieving things that i don't think mm. are achievable to myself when i start and then go no no everything is achievable there's nothing yeah. that can't be done now i've got to go and do it you yeah. know because you, you look at us, both of us back, what, 20 odd years ago when we were at school. I, I did a video this morning where I go, man, like I was a shy kid at school. Like I wouldn't have been able to get up, talk in front of a camera. I wouldn't have been able to get up and talk in front of 200, 300, 1,000 people. You wouldn't be able to run a business. You wouldn't be able to coach people. But yet it's that evolution as well. 100%, and it comes man. from there. 100%. all comes from the mind. Yeah. So, and Brett, as we start to wind up, who would be your ideal client from the listeners? And also, where can they get in contact with you? Because I'm sure after this, lots more people will want to get in contact with you. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you can find me on any of the, any of the major platforms. Uh, Brett W. Smith on uh, Instagram, Brett W. Smith on LinkedIn, Brett W. Smith on Facebook. It's pretty easy. Don't forget the <laughs> W, I guess. But um my, my ultimate ultimate client moving into 2023, like I said, my my tact will be slightly different to probably a lot of coaches. I'd, I'd like to focus on spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. So, mm. uh, but it doesn't have to be any of that. You might come to me and go, listen, I want to make a million bucks in 12 months. What have I got to do? Okay, what have you got? Where do we start? We just start, you know. Mm. Um, or you might come in and be not performing um in a in a sport-based background whether it be boxing football netball we're looking to coach out my daughters next year in in netball so i'm really looking forward to young work with young people because that's where the yeah. that's where the change is you know that's yeah. you, you're helping make the change for the future before before the adult belief systems get in their own way you know so yeah. that um yeah addicts mate like i mean Man, I've suffered addiction. Mm. Like I spent my 19th birthday in rehab. I've battled addiction from a young developmental age. Um, 
And, you know, although I'm well and truly on top of my life these days, like it's a thing that I'm conscious of every single mm. day of the week. You know, I, I love to have a good time. I love to have a beer. Uh, so I'm not going to pretend I don't. But I need to keep myself in check. And my wife keeps me in check. Like, hey, hey, hey. You know, so, so I'd love to offer support because I want people to realise that you can have success. You can have happiness you can have peace and still be vulnerable and still yeah. be capable of messing up and still not be perfect and still not have all your shit together we don't all have our shit together all the time mm -hmm. we're human you know and that's important in the business culture sometimes you fly off the handle sometimes you have a brain snap i'm human man i stuff yeah. up too you know like I, I so so my my perfect audience would be anyone who wants to better himself in any way, physical, yeah. spiritual, and mental. I mean, I've got run from the boarding mindset. I've got a deep connection to self um, and spiritual connection to self. And, and I've got a whole lot of, like I said, that I've got a whole program in mindset. I've got a whole program in finance. I've got a whole program in, in spiritual mm. connection. So there are no perfect clients. Everyone's a perfect client. Anybody yeah. who wants to better themselves in any way, shape or form, I believe 2023, I can help you. So, yeah. so get in contact because that, that's exciting times. And like you said, from, from the depths of a rehab through to successful businessman. 100%. Every, everything in between because it's done it yeah. all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Brett, I just want to say thank you very much for being such a great guest. And we will have you on a future podcast because there's so much more to discuss with you. But Brett, thank you very much for spending the time with us and the listeners. Thank you. Thank you to the listeners, Dave. I look forward to chatting again, mate. All the best. Thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight podcast. If you're a successful Chief Operations Officer, Human Resource Manager, or someone that runs a successful business that also has a great company culture, and you believe that you have a story to share with the wider community and would like to be a guest on a future podcast, please visit the link below. Or if you can think of anyone who you know would be a brilliant guest on this podcast, tag them in. And as always, feel free to share this far and wide. The further we can get this podcast, the more impact we can have. So don't forget to share this on all social media platforms and help others along the way. Don't forget to tag the DCCS podcast as I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. As we post regularly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss episodes that will possibly help your business ramp up to a whole nother level. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us get recognized and to promote the show. And they mean a lot to my team and I. If you want to know more, go to our website, www.phenomleap.com.au. P-H-E-N-O-M-L-E-A-P.com.au. Or follow me on LinkedIn and feel free to message me there. Thank you very much for listening and we look forward to giving you more tips on next week's episode. <laughs>